Hey y'all, good afternoon and welcome to a Sunday edition of Up Early Before Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. I am your gracious host, Monica Lynn. And as always, I'm always up early before everyone else. It is Sunday, y'all. Good afternoon. Welcome to a special Sunday kickback version of Up Early Before Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. And like I said, I am your host, Monica Lynn. It is Sunday, December 6th, and it is 3.11 p.m. on the East Coast. How is everybody doing today? I hope y'all doing fine. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I wanted to come in and say, what's up? How y'all doing? Had some things on my mind that I thought like would be very interesting that I could not wait until tomorrow. Plus, tomorrow's show is full. <laughs> Tuesday's show is full. Thursday's show is definitely full. And Friday shows, Friday shows were always full. <laughs> so every once in a while, if you guys don't know, if you guys just tuning in to me, welcome. My name is Monica Lynn. You're my early risers. And this is Up Early Before Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. I am a vlogger. Blogger, I am an author. My very first book, Love's Holiday, will be dropping soon. I am now in the proofing process. What that is, the proofing process is the book. I have a copy of my novel. And I'm going through the novel and looking for grammatical errors only. I'm not changing anything in the book. Let's just say if I if a sentence were to say the cat wore a blue shirt and green slippers. I may want to change it to the cat wore slippers and green shoes or something like that. But it's or let's just say like if I put on the page I got a bottle of Pellegrino and the correction would be I bought a bottle of Pellegrino water for my audience that doesn't know what a bottle of Pellegrino is or like for instance my favorite one is when Alain when my characters went to the Hilton on Peachtree if you don't know anything about the Hilton on Peachtree how are you going to know it's in Atlanta, Georgia? So I had to go back and put it in Atlanta, Georgia. The Petri in Atlanta, Georgia. So they went away for the weekend and I forgot to put where they went away to. It is so much involved in writing a book. It is... It's... It's worth the while. Like, my, my, sleep, my sleep schedule, like, right now is all off. Like, I just got up out of bed at 2 o'clock. I have not slept <laughs> till two o'clock in a long time because you guys know if you tune in to me regularly, I'm up at four in the morning and I usually start recording the show by five and I'm usually done by seven and I watch Morning Joe, um, you know, Joe Scarborough, Mika Brzezinski, Willie Geist, you know, sometimes Reverend Al is on there, Casey Hunt, um, Jonathan Lemire, you know, I am... Uh, news junkie. I mean, I love the news. Like most people love gossip channels or most people love celebrities. My thing is news anchors and broadcasters. I love them, but, um, they, I watch them and then I'll go back to sleep and then I wake up like 10 30, 11 o'clock. And then I'll start my day. I'll start doing the book or I'll go places like to the bank or run errands, go to Walmart, Target. And now it's Christmas time. About to start Christmas shopping. Not gonna do a lot of Christmas shopping this year because money is kind of tight this year. And um, tomorrow, I don't know what day it is, but I am talking about like the COVID relief bill that they're supposed to pass, or they um, they're putting the language together, the text together, and they said that they're going to come to the conclusion of passing it either Monday or Tuesday, and hopefully they put a stimulus in there because me and my friends. I don't know about y'all, but we need that stimulus money. <laughs> we need that's a nice old stimulus package, okay? We need that's a nice $1,200. So there's a show that I'm going to talk about um, on, um, I don't know what day it is because I don't have my computer with me, but it's definitely coming this week. And if anything breaks anytime on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, because those are the days that I'm on. I will definitely break in and let you guys know what's going on. 
But um, yeah, I usually get up, work on loves, and I work on loves all day. Then I break, produce for the show. I break and I cook, you know. So, you know, me getting up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon is a big deal. But first of all, I didn't get to bed until almost 5 o'clock this morning because it's a lot of interesting stuff going on on the internet. And what I mean by that is it's a lot of, like, YouTubers. Um, um, how can I put this? It's not gossip because that's what they do. They spill the tea. And it's a lot of stuff going on on the internet. And I had to get caught up because when you're so busy doing your own thing with your own show, your own book, in your own life, you kind of like put that to the side. You know, like I wake up, um, like I said, I go to sleep. I'll take a, I'll go take a mid-morning nap like about 9 or after Joe go off like 9, 9.30. I'll wake up like 10, 30, 11 o'clock and I'll listen to Mob Radio with Millie. And... I listen to it every once in a while, but then sometimes I got to get to work. I got to get to doctor's appointment. So it's really, I don't have time to listen to Millie, but then I do listen to her like late at night or like, I love MC Shaky live. I listen to Shaky, um, catch up because Shaky has really good prison stories. Like Shaky was in, Shaky is in New Orleans. Um, I call him a celebrity. He's like, um, he used to do bouncing. He, he has a song out now. Um, he was like a bounce DJ. He, he has albums and videos out and like, he's like, he was off the scene for a little bit. He went to prison. He served his time and he has prison stories. I think it's like 40, it's 40 prison stories. And they're really good. You guys should head over to YouTube, type in MC Shaky Live prison stories and it'll all pop up from the first one all the way to the last one. And they're really good. So I'm kind of catching up with that and there's like some shows that he does like not shows like lives that he does and I catch up on them and sometimes I try to catch on him in the middle of the night and I'm so tired I fall asleep because I can't see it during the day because I'm working during the day but needless to say you guys there's a lot going on in the internet streets and it's kind of hard to keep up with that and when you're doing your own thing but there's no disrespect to anybody in the industry, anybody on YouTube, because I aspire to be like you one day and I aspire to be like certain podcasters one day and journalists one day, maybe even. But it's kind of hard when you're writing a book and you have to produce your own broadcast. You have to do your own research and everything. So it's just like, I just one person. You're just doing this show. So I didn't get to bed till almost five o'clock this morning. And then I slept until two and I woke up. A couple times, and I was texting my friend Savannah, and um, we were going back and forth for a little bit. And, um, you know, then I just laid there. I said, I'm not getting up. I'm staying asleep. So, as you all know, if you don't know, I'm diabetic. So, my head started hurting. My stomach started hurting. I'm like, oh, God, I got to get something to eat. So, I made myself a grilled cheese sandwich, two pieces of bacon, and a piece of scramble. So, I probably... Won't eat again until like six or seven at night. If that, probably like eight or nine. Because my schedule is like whack. It is whack. It, whenever I'm writing, whenever I do my projects, I get so hype, so amped up that I lose track of time. And be as though we're in the pandemic, I don't really have nowhere to go. I have nothing to do. I'm not working right now. Like I don't have a traditional job. Like I don't get up. And um, leave the house and go work for eight, 10 hours, 12 hours a day. I'm home. I don't have a job anymore. Like, you know, I'm a cosmetologist. I have my license. I can go out there and get a job. But I think that I would make more money home as in opposed to going to work. Because I know girls that are working but also getting partial unemployment. So I'm like, so what's what's the tea? I, I, I can't. So I'll just stay home, work on my novel, work on my podcast, and then we'll see where everything goes. So Love's Holiday, I don't have a definite date as to when Love's Holiday is coming out. But once that information becomes available to me, I will be more than happy to pass it on to you guys. And I want to say welcome to everyone who's just joining, no matter what part of the world you're in. Welcome. Um... I hope that you guys had a great weekend. I had an interesting weekend, to say the least. 
Um, let me just talk about this real quick. I, I had a doctor's appointment on Friday. If you didn't know, I had a doctor's appointment on Friday and I had a short show on Friday too. And, um, it wasn't, it wasn't, I think it was an hour. I think it was like, only reason why it was like an hour was because I think I kept stopping. You know, I think I kept stopping. I'm sorry, I'm reading my um emails. Um I um uh, oh that's pretty. Oh my god, that's pretty. See, and I have also have a shopping problem. And I really just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I really lost my train of thought because I'm looking at these earrings. They are so beautiful. Oh my God, can I see them on somebody? Oh, they're called Gold Tone Floral Statement Earrings and they're from Torrid. I said, add 41 to your purchase and pay. Okay, they have the, um, they don't have Afterpay. You, know, you guys know I'm a fan of Afterpay. They have um, Klarna. I don't know what's the difference between Klarna. Oh, this is beautiful too. I don't know what's the difference between Klarna and um, Afterpay. But I think Afterpay you have to spend like $31. This one says, I think Klarna you have to spend more than $31, $35. But Afterpay you have to spend at least $35. Some places you have to spend $35 because, yes, some places you have to spend over $35 to get an afterpay. Um, I think it's like Pandora or something because Pandora is now, it's like a lot of stores do afterpay now, which I think is awesome because, you know, people still like, um, people still want to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They still want people to shop, stimulate the economy. You know what I mean? But they don't want you to break your pockets as well. And after paying Klarna and Affirm, they're like layaway, but you get your stuff first. So, like Christmas is coming. And um, if you don't have a lot of money, like me, you're on a budget. Or like, you know, um, you're on a budget. I always spell that wrong. I'm sorry, guys. I'm writing. Um you um don't have a lot of money but let's say you want to get your girlfriend or your mother or your sister your niece or maybe your brother or family member like a shirt or something you know just something to let them know that you're thinking about them well if you go to certain sites certain stores will let you buy the clothes you get the clothes first remember how i don't know how many people shop at kmart but used to go to kmart and walmart and you put your stuff on layaway and then you pay weekly or bi-weekly or however the payments, the plan setup that you want to do. And then you go get the stuff out after six to 12 weeks or however many weeks you want. You don't have to do that anymore. Not discredit in Walmart or anything or any other place that has layaway, but I think the only place that has layaway now is like, I think Walmart. And I think you can only do it at Christmas time. And I think it's only like a certain amount of items that you can do. But with after pay, you get your products right there. Like Afterpay, Affirm, and Klarna. Those are the three that I know of. Those are the three that we use, my family members and my friends that we use. So you can get Uggs is on Afterpay. Um, who else? Um, like I said, Pandora has Klarna and Afterpay. And I think Klarna is a little bit more expensive than Afterpay. Although, the shoe store, not the grocery store. The grocery store is Aldi's. The, um, <laughs> the shoe store is Aldo. Aldo has PayPal. So, you can do four payments bi-weekly with PayPal. So it's great that a lot of stores are doing it now. It's a gift and it's a blessing and it's also like a downfall because you have people like me 
who have like all kinds of crap, <laughs> you know, like a couple of my payments are coming up now, but like I was telling my mom, like if you need a pair of shoes, if you need, even if you need like a winter coat, winter's coming, you don't have to go out there and break your pockets. You can just go to Karna, a firm or after pay to, um, get your, um, goodies. I love it. I, I, I will tell everybody to use it because it, if you're in a, like I said, if you're on a budget like me, like what's paying, like if everything comes to like 50 bucks, you probably pay like 25 bucks or maybe something less than that, whatever. Let's see. You know, I'm, I'm so bad at math. If y'all don't know me, if y'all don't know, if, if, once you guys get to know me, you'll be like, that girl is horrible at math. <laughs> I'm very terrible at math. So let's say like you get something for 50 bucks. It'll be like $12.50 plus shipping and handling. So you're going to pay like $13, $14. But if you get like express pay, ex- I mean express or priority or overnight, it's going to be a little bit more. But it's like $12.50 plus tax shipping and handling a week, every week, every other week. So, like, I bought something from Afterpay, and I have a payment coming up on Tuesday. No, is it? No, I already paid. It was due Tuesday, and I paid the $17. And then I have another one coming up Thursday. That's $5.30. So, it is like a price of a cup of coffee if you go to Starbucks or Dunkin'. You know, and I go to Starbucks and Dunkin', like, every week. And, um, yeah. So, I, I, I highly recommend doing those especially for the holiday season but like I know for a fact that if you want to do if you want to get Alex and Arnie they're suggesting people to do stuff to place your orders before the 12th of December yeah so yeah you might want to do that and I think Ashley Stewart has Afterpay Torrid has Klarna so it's like a lot of stores like Forever 21 I got a couple things from Forever 21 over the summer I got a couple dresses and I got a lot of stuff from Forever I had a lot of stuff from at Forever 21 and I'm a plus size girl and I love it you know and I bought a dress that I was supposed to wear for my cousin's birthday party over the summer but due to circumstances we on our control, we got COVID. Yeah, we yeah, we got COVID. My two cousins, myself and my aunt, we all and my mom, we were all quarantined. Like we were quarantined for fourteen days. I I was quarantined for like, cause my doctor wanted me to stay in longer, so I think I was quarantined until that Monday. So I was, I think I was free. I went on quarantine the 17th of August because we went out for my birthday on August the 2nd. I started feeling bad um, two weeks later. Sunday, that Sunday I started coughing. That Monday, my cousin called me and told me he had COVID. So I had to go get, I had to go get COVID tested, which was horrible. Um, I felt like they were poking my brain out. <laughs> um, they only did my left nostril. So... Um, they told me that we don't have to go back for another six months to get retested, but I feel great now. And, um, anyway, I got a dress and I'm like, okay, well, I can't wear it for CJ's birthday. So I'm going to wear it New Year's Eve and it's looking kind of, no, no, not New Year's. It's kind of looking like, okay, Monica, I don't know when you're going to wear it. <laughs> and I lost some pounds too. I lost a couple pounds too. I like I was vegan. Um, if you guys, like I said, if you just joined in, you just learning about me. I do. I was vegan. I do have a broadcast, which is like one of my highest broadcasts. That and my election coverage, the highest viewed, um, listened to podcast that I have on my vegan journey. Um, I stopped being vegan and I lost weight. Isn't that funny? Like I always thought that going vegan would make me lose weight, but I guess it's all in how you exercise and your portion control. It's the same thing as regular, if we eat regular foods, portion control, exercise, watch your salt intake. My blood pressure was through the roof. My diabetes spiked. I was a mess. Only that was good was my cholesterol. <laughs> and my doctor told me I got to watch out. I got to stop eating eggs. I love eggs. I love boiled eggs. I love boiled eggs. I love cheese and mayonnaise. 
with everything. Sour cream with everything. Cheese on everything. <laughs> but I'm watching my salt intake. I don't like a lot of salt in my food, but my mother, she, I cook sometimes. I'm mean, not going to say sometimes. I cook all the time. And I don't add salt into my food. And my mother chews me out every time. She chops me all up. I'm like, okay. All right. But, um. Okay. Speaking of the devil and the devil shows her face. She's almost home. Plug up the tree. She always trying to tell me what to do. So let me hurry before she gets in here. And, um. Starts running her mouth. But, um, yeah, I have a dress, a really pretty dress. Um, um, really pretty dress. I don't know when I'm going to be able to get to wear it, but, um, I'm going to wear it eventually. But my vegan journey, you can read, you can listen to it. It's on my podcast. It's like one of my early journeys. Um, you guys, I'm going to take a pause for the cause right here. Because my mother is on her way in here and she is loud. <laughs> she is definitely loud. So I'm going to pause right here and I'll be right back. See, she was going to make the show a little bit longer because now I got to stop. And then I got to, you know, because I have to go upstairs because she comes in here. She's just going to start talking. Like if I could just do the show and she could just come in, sit down Watch TV, play her game. No, she's going to have to turn the TV loud. What was going on today? Did you watch the news today? What did Trump do today? I didn't see the news today. What's going on? What is this? What's that? Monica, do this. Mo- yeah, y'all. So to avoid all of that, I'll be right. We'll be right back after these brief messages. Oh, her, Jeff wants to see the treat. All right, y'all. Let me, I'll be right back. I'm sorry. y'all I am back I had to come upstairs because my family is here and they make a lot of noise so I'm in my bedroom and what I noticed about my bedroom is that you could hear everything like listen I don't know if you can hear a car just rolled down the street and that's why I always say I'm up early before everyone else because I, I love doing my show. I don't care what time of day or the night it is, but I prefer to do it early in the morning, you know, like four or five in the morning, the best time to do a show in my, where I live, because you don't hear cars riding up and down hilling. You don't hear the ambulance. You don't hear the police cars because it's a hospital right up the street from us. You don't hear the people next door. You don't hear the people working on the house next door. So, and my family is sleeping. So that's the best part of my day. And it gives me like, I really, I have breaks sometimes, but I stop at the 30 minute mark or the 40 minute mark because, um, we have time limit, you know, um, on the app that I use the anchor app, um, for podcast anchor app podcast gives you an hour and I love anchor um I started with anchor I'm going to stay with anchor but anyway um what was I talking about I was talking about my forever 21 dress so yeah um and I was also talking about Affirm, Klarna and Afterpay so um like I said if you're a chick on a budget um I I would advise you to do it I mean you can get some really nice things Coach is on Klarna. I think it's Coach Outlet. I don't think it's an actual Coach store. I think it's like Coach um, Outlet. Um, the MTV, is that the Video Music Awards on tonight? I'm on, um, I am actually on, um, they usually show it on Logo. I don't know why they don't show it on Logo anymore. Wait a minute, let me look. I have Holiday Heart on Reminder. I love that movie with Bing Rains and Alfie Woodard. Um, it's, it comes on tonight on BET Her. Oh, I was watching The Social Dilemma. I fell asleep on it. 
fell asleep on it. Okay, so, all right, let's see. Um, okay, it's MTV Movie and TV Awards, Greatest of All Time. It used to be the MTV Movie Awards, but now it's Movie and TV Awards, Greatest of All Time. Um, it says, Vanessa Hudgens, she's the hostess. Honoring the biggest moments in film and television from the 80s until now. Sneak peeks of what's coming to screen in 2021. Performers include Sia, ooh, Steve Aoki, and Travis Barker. And that comes on tonight on MTV and it's 8 p.m. to 9.35. Award season kind of, it doesn't suck this year, but like it's not a lot of hype like it was because it's COVID. But I wonder like if how it's going to be post-COVID. But yeah, but um, yeah, like I said, if um, they usually show it on Logo, because Logo and MTV is like the same company. I think it's Viacom. I'm not sure. Don't get me started. But um, anyway, um, what else I got for y'all today? Um, well, I had my doctor's appointment on Friday, and um. I was supposed to just go, if you guys don't know, I am very transparent with my um, health. Um, like I said, I'm diabetic. Um, my high, my blood pressure is under control. Um, cholesterol is under control, all that good stuff. But I'm fighting the diabetes and weight loss. And so I'm working on all that now. So um, I'm very transparent about my infertility issues. Like I've had four miscarriages and I'm very open and you know I've had them earlier in my life when I'm in my 30s and I'm very transparent I'm very open about you know the um miscarriages and everything very open and I talk and I also have like a show about it um it's called fertility or infertility therapy or something And it's like one of my earlier shows. One of my earlier shows. So you guys can go back and watch it. Listen to it. Um, but Friday, um, I'm not going to get into it too much because I think I'm going to talk about it tomorrow morning because, like I said, I'm not by a computer. I mean, I have my phone, but my computer with all my notes and stuff is not near. But I was just supposed to go get my IUD inserted and let you guys know a little bit about this. If you just tuned in and you just stumbled over this, um, I had two surgeries. I had the same surgery twice to remove uterine polyps. And, um, the second time I had that surgery done, I had an IUD inserted. So I went, that was back in 2019. That was last last year I had it done. Yeah, I had, I had the surgery done last year. So this year, 2020, I went to get my yearly pap because I have to get my pap smears done every year. And some women don't go as often, but I have to go often. I have to go every year. Um, so I went this year. I got my results back. And, um, I have HPV. I have HPV. Um, I'm very open and honest about everything. Um, and I also got a biopsy. I got a biopsy done. Um, I got biopsy, uh, cervical, for cervical cancer, check for cervical cancer. And I also got a colposcopy. down there spraying again so I have all of that in one of my earlier broadcasts but I'm gonna talk more about it tomorrow but what I want to get into today is that when I went on October the 8th and got my biopsy and my colposcopy done my doctor by mistake she yanked out my IUD I thought I was gonna die I thought I was going to die. I've never felt 
that pain before in my life. And see, they, they are so loud. They are so loud. God forgive me. Excuse me, guys. I, I hope you can hear them. I hope you can hear them. But she made a mistake and yanked it out. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. So today, well, Friday, I was supposed to go get the IUD put back in. That was the only thing that I thought was going to happen. So when we talked, she said, well, did I ever call you to give you results of everything? So everything was benign, no cancer or anything. I just got to come back in a year to get my pap done. But she wanted to do like an endometrial, a vaginal biopsy. Yeah, I got a biopsy. I got, I got, she biopsied um, for my endometrial lining, my vaginal lining, and my, um, there was a lesion on the walls of my vagina. So she biopsied that too. But that, I thought that the, I thought that the IUD was going to hurt. It did not. It lagged in comparison. It didn't hurt at all. Actually, she put it in. She said, okay, we're done. And I thought like she was just joking. Because after she did the biopsies, I had to take a minute because it hurt so bad. I, I no numbing, no nothing. But yeah, tomorrow morning, I'm just going to get into the nitty gritty of it and let you guys know like everything about the endometrial biopsy the vaginal biopsy and the legion i don't know what the legion is yet but i guarantee you once everything comes full circle i will let you guys know everything i'm very transparent about everything so i'm still recovering it hurts a little bit it doesn't hurt as bad as it did before but i still have that like slush coming out it looks like coffee grinds it looks like coffee grinds and I have to wear a panty liner. But the last time when it, cause when I had the biopsy and the IUD came out at the same time, it was bleeding. I had bleeding, but this time I don't have bleeding. But yeah, that's, yeah, I'm going to get into more, into more of that tomorrow. So we'll see. Um, I want to also touch on reverse racism. Um, I've never, I, I, I never talk about, um, I've never talked about racism. I mean, if I have it, 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 I never went in depth with it and I always like scratch the surface because it's a sensitive subject, not for me. Cause I love to talk about it. I mean, when I'm talking about it, like with my family and friends, I'm, I'll talk about it, but I feel like I have a platform now and I want my platform to grow. And I feel like that is something that I should talk about. And I want to talk about racism and reverse racism. Because I had a friend who experienced, she's white, she's ex, she experienced racism over the weekend. And they didn't bat an eyelash. They didn't. At, her, at work, she doesn't work there anymore, but that she did, they didn't bat an eyelash. And I felt bad for her. And I never knew that in my 42 years of living, you know, I've always heard of reverse racism, but I never knew exactly what it meant. Like, what can you say to someone who was white? You know, what can you say to them that can hurt their feelings? You know, but I know what you can say to a black person. It, what is that you can possibly say? Because I remember one time, excuse my language, someone called her white trash. And that hurt her. But it was coming from another white person. Now, I feel like if I would have called her white trash, that would have been reverse racism. And it's a pretty, it's a pretty, not... I don't think it's a sensitive subject at all because I've always said that I've always said I've always called out white people <laughs> I've always called them out 
<laughs> like white people, that's something that y'all have to deal with, you know. But it's true. They experience reverse racism as well as black people. And I don't think it's funny, but I'm like, wow, like you really experience that in the workforce. Like when it happens to a black person, to me, it it, it just feels so normal to me. Like, oh, that's expected. But for her, I'm like, what? You know, and that's just my opinion. Like, I'm like, really? Really? And her husband told her what happened. You know, like he said, when it happened, he was like, that was a nice what she said to you. And I told my mother, my mom was like, yeah, that's reverse racism. And I was like, wow. So I'm going to put together a show about racism and reverse racism. Because I have been put in racial racist positions myself. And I felt that it was unfair. And my brother, my brother was pulled over. Him and his friend was pulled over. You know, you know, um, racial profiling. My friend, my brother friend, he's also my friend too. He's like a brother. He has a nice car. They pulled him over. Well, for who knows? Me and my cousins, my aunt, we were called niggers. It didn't bother us because, like I said, it's expected. I mean, it shouldn't be. You know, it's just like, okay. And it really didn't bother us because, like, he was trying to, like, my cousin, we were going out um we were right about to merge with the 695 so we can go to the mall and it was in the summertime and it was around, around the time trump got elected or whatever and you know how white people felt emboldened emboldened to say those things and excuse me and so he called my he was trying to cut my cousin off and he called my cousin a nigger and my cousin's like, did he call me a nigga? So when we get on the, and he says it again. And we're like putting up our middle finger. We're calling him a white one. And that's another example of reverse racism. I know I'm guilty of it, but he started it. He called us niggas first. So it's only, I'm only inclined to call him a white nigga back. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying who's right, who's wrong. But I know it happens to us a lot. And for to happen to her, I was like, wow. Wow. So, yeah, I'm going to put a together show about racism and tell your friends and family to tune in. It's going to be quite interesting because I have a couple stories that I don't want to get into today because today wasn't supposed to be a very long show. It was only supposed to be a little show. Now I'm like 15 minutes in. <laughs> so I think I'm going to be on for like another 15 minutes. Um, what else I have for y'all today? Um, I will be on tomorrow. Um, I will be on Tuesday. Um, Tuesday's not going to be a long show. Um, I don't even know what Tuesday show's going to be about. Like I said, I don't have my stuff in front of me. I just have notes, but not notes from my computer. Um, what else? Um, um, Monday's going to be a long show. I think it's going to be about like an hour and a half or something. Tuesday, not so much. Um, Thursday and Friday, I will be on Thursday and Friday. Um, I haven't filled out my, um, schedule yet. I'm just doing it week by week right now because sometimes things changes. So I am, I am supposed to be reviewing the social dilemma. I'm going to try and watch it again, but I watch it at night when I fall asleep and I, I tried to watch it. You know, but I couldn't because I fell asleep. And I want to watch Jingle Jangle. I keep hearing good things about Jingle Jangle. So I want to watch Jingle Jangle when I have no idea when I'm going to watch it. Because like I said, I'm doing this. I'm doing the book, the proofreading. It's a lot, you know, but I'm going to find time. To, I want to do that before the week out. So, okay, this is where I came on to talk to you guys. Now, if you guys been listening to me since day one, thank you. If you're just tuning in. I have a segment that's called, there's definitely pee in the dating pool after 40. I thought I was only going to do one. And at two, I said, I only want to do two. When I did three, I'm like, I'm definitely just going to do three. And I said, there's no way I'm going to do a part four. There's a part four. So 
yeah, there's definitely pee in the dating pool after 40, part four. Um, if you guys don't know, I'm about to, in, I'm about to go into a little bit of detail about myself. Um, if you're just tuning in, you just found me and you're wondering who is this girl? My name is Monica Lowe and my show is called Up Early Before Everyone Else. With Monica Lynn. I'm your gracious host, Monica Lynn. I'm on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I used to be on Monday through Friday, and I usually have a kickback show on Saturday and Sunday. And the shows that I do on Saturday and Sunday are just freestyles. It's like I may write notes, but my shows Monday through Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday are my main shows. But these shows are just freestyle shows. Like if I'm watching TV or something happens or if I you know, if you want to just chime in and say, hey, what you guys are doing? So when you ever see a kickback in the description or you see show zero zero, just it's not one of my regular shows. But I love coming on and talking to you guys. I get so amped, so hyped when I come on and talk to you guys. It's just like I can't wait to get on the air and talk to you guys. But I'm very open. I'm very transparent about my life, um, especially my infertility issues. Like once this pregnancy thing kicks off, because that's my main thing. That's my goal. My goal at the end of all of this getting done is to have a baby. That's the tea. I want to have a baby. Um, and I feel like all the pains I'm going through now, it's going to be worth it. She's going to be worth it whenever she gets here. You know, my doctor, like I said, my doctor... Um, wants me, I might have to do IVF, you know, I have to go through the consultation. I think it's called Shady Grove. She said, you can go get your paperwork done, your blood work done, just to see where you're at. She said, do it sooner than later. And I'm like, okay, I don't have a husband. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a partner. I don't have any of that right now. But hopefully, who knows what God will bring or send or bless me with over the next year or so. So... Like I said, I'm very transparent and I broke up with my boyfriend a year ago, um, October 31st. Um, and ever since then I've been healing, trying to get back together, trying to get back in my back together with him, getting myself together and try to go get in the mood of dating again. So once after a year, I've been crying and praying and healing. I decided, okay, Monica, let's put yourself back out there. And there's a couple guys that I talked to. Like, I had a friend that I talked to for a little bit. I don't know what happened. It just trailed off. Maybe he wasn't feeling me or maybe he got what he wanted from somewhere else. But I really liked him. And I wanted to, I want to ask him, like, what's happened? Like, what's the tea? Like, what's going on? Like, what happened? But sometimes some things are just better left unsaid, you know. And I have guy friends that I talk to. You know, if y'all really want some milky milky, I could go right there and get it. But, you know, so I finally decided um, after I talked with my project manager and the CEO of my publishing company, she wanted me to was telling me to add more people to my social media. <clears throat> so I've been adding people to my social media. And in the meantime. Of, you know, and of those people, I got gentlemen requests. And I was like, okay, so let's see what's going on. Excuse me. <coughs> so, <coughs> God, excuse me. Mm, that was horrible. That's, it got to be because it's kind of stuffy in my room and the heat is on and everything. And I was having trouble with my allergies this morning, so this is what it probably is. So, um, anyway... Um, so a lot of them inboxed me. Hey, beautiful. How you doing? What you doing? Where you been? I'm like, all that stuff. I'm like, uh, and today, um, there's definitely P in the date pool after 40 part four. It's called, it's all in your delivery. So it's like when you approach and I tell guys this all the time and I don't tell them directly. I just talk about it. I just. Make it as a status or I don't even know if men listen to my broadcast. I, I know who listens to my broadcast and I thank you guys so much. I look at my analytics all the time, you know, and I and I try to do things that appeal to my audience 
and stuff that, you know, just appeal to them. And a lot of my, and I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to do what works for Monica. And like I said, I'm very transparent. But I try to tell guys, like, it's all in your delivery. It's not about a woman being bougie, picky, sadiddy, however you want to put it. It's all in your delivery. Now, what may work for this woman may not work for that woman. You know, what works for her is not going to work for Monica. Like, I used to always tell my boyfriends that, just because you do something to a woman sexually and she likes it doesn't mean you're going to do it to me and I like it sexually. Or I may do something to him sexually and it may not appeal to the next person sexually. Not saying that I'm a, you know, I'm out there, out there. But I'm just saying it doesn't work for everybody. So some women like what you're doing, how you're doing, where you've been, all them text messages. I don't. I actually got... I actually got a message this morning from someone. Good morning, beautiful. Those drive me insane. I don't know about y'all, but ladies, gentlemen, tune up for a second. Ladies, it gets on my nerves. I mean, I was in a relationship for four years. And before that, (sighs) okay, let me tell you the reason why I don't like it. Because... And this is the God in heaven truth. I, I, this is the truth. It, it, it has to be the gospel truth. It has to be. When a man, one of my boyfriends that I had for a long time, I'm going to call him my childhood sweetheart. I met him when I was 17. And back then, when I met him, I didn't have a cell phone. We didn't have... We had pagers. I didn't have a pager. My brother had a pager. I'm like, what the hell? Why you get a pager? And I'm the one that worked. So, okay, we're 24 in. Um, how do you get a pager? So, anyway. <laughs> so, when me and my childhood sweetheart, when we reconnected, he used to always text me, good morning, beautiful. How you doing, beautiful? And I liked it at first. But then I noticed that those texts came few and far between. And I'm like, okay, so why aren't you texting me good morning, beautiful anymore? Why are you texting me good morning anymore? It used to, it went from good morning, beautiful, good morning to GM to nothing. So I have a really bad experience with that. And my last boyfriend, he never texts me good morning. He always texts me what you're doing, WID. And our relationship was so strong in the beginning, but we broke up. If you guys don't know, we broke up. I wasn't ready to break up. Like, it was unexpected. It was just like, I met someone. He broke up with me through text. I met someone, and that was that. And the first time I seen him in a year was when we was at the casino, like, two weeks ago. But I'm healing. And like I said before, I'm healing. But he and I, he never did good morning text messages. He never did good morning, good night. It was always what you doing, what you doing, what you doing, and I love that. And he was like, um, "I'm on my way. Are you ready? Are you up?" Stuff like that. I liked it. Take me out your rotation of good morning, beautiful. I hate that. I am so I hate it so bad that I feel like I'm inclined not to respond. And like I said before, this is up early before everyone else with Monica Lynn. So this is how Monica Lynn feels. And there are some women that may feel the exact same way I do about that. Like, I cannot stand a man in my inbox WYDing me to death. And they go, instead of spelling out the full word, they say GD or I. How old are you? I'm a writer. You can't come to me like that. I am inclined to block you. <laughs> I am inclined to block you. I am inclined not to respond. So this morning when I was texting me and Savannah was texting back and forth, I got a messenger message in my messenger. And it said. All right. Hmm. 
mother texting me again. Sorry. Um, where's Messenger? I got my phone updated and now all my apps are... My brother did that. So, let's see. So, I'm not saying who the person is, but I'm sorry. GM Beautiful at 8.54 a.m. And mind you, I was texting Savannah back and forth. I was texting Savannah back and forth and in and out of consciousness. Because like I said, I had three procedures done on Friday and an IUD inserted. And I'm kind of tender. I'm kind of sore and I'm kind of crampy. And I wasn't hungry and I didn't feel like getting up to take an ibuprofen. So I was in and out of consciousness. I texted my best friend. So I responded at 9.49 a.m. GM. So then he responds back at, um, you used to, you used to see what, you used to could see what time you responded. So at 10, 14, he goes, H, are you feeling this morning? I hate that. I hate it. I feel like I'm inclined to block you. Okay. I'm not being picky. I'm 42 years old. I don't even know what that means. If it wasn't for my little cousins, Sharon and the CJ, and they're 21, no, 22 and 25. And if it wasn't for Megan, who's 12, I wouldn't know what this stuff means. Like me and my girlfriends, we don't know what this means. And we're not being bougie. We're not being uppity. We don't think we're better than somebody. I'm 42 years old. And you cannot approach a 42-year-old woman the same way that you would approach Sheridan. I don't even think you can approach Sheridan like that. Oh, I don't even think you can approach any woman like that. But there are some women that like that. I don't do that. That's not me. You cannot come to me. I don't even care if I'm a writer, an author, or not. And that really is under my skin. But you can't do that. You cannot hit up a grown-ass woman on her... Grown women stuff. H are you feeling this morning? How what if I did not know what that means? I literally had to fuss somebody out one day on Thanksgiving Eve or Thanksgiving Day about their grammar. You do not text a woman like that. You do not do that. You don't. Like I remember one time Richard wrote the odd. I'm like, what? He said, all right. Well, can you put all right or okay? Can you? And I'm like, I'm not knocking nobody who likes that kind of stuff. Because, like, I am that meme with that old lady meme that they were saying for old people. That's me. I'm not old, respectively. But please, when you are t- what, when you come into me, please come correct or do not come at all. And it's all in your delivery. That's all I'm saying. Don't do that. Do that to your child. Okay, what else does text message say? I put, um, okay, because you know right now I'm annoyed, right? Because of the HRU feeling this morning. You, you know I'm, an, I'm annoyed. Because what the hell is HRU? If I didn't know how are you, ah. Uh, now, okay. Now I can see if we were together. I can't even see if we were together. I can't even see that. I can't. I cannot see you and I being together, me and you in a relationship, in a stable relationship, or you're my husband and you, you're abbreviating me. Like you're abbreviating. We're not, this is not shorthand. Okay. Write out my text message. Okay. I hate people that write okay. I do okay sometimes. Like, like my aunt last night, she texts, I text her that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger was on because we were big kids. And, um, and then she texts me back. Oh, I'm sorry. I just seen this. I was watching it. She said she was watching Santa Claus. I put okay. And I put the okay symbol and my cool sunglasses. That's when I text okay. Because that was it. Okay. All right. You saw it. Okay. Cool. If I'm texting you, I guess it should be called text etiquette. No, but no, it's not called text etiquette. It's called, it's all in your delivery. There's 
definitely pee in the dating pool after 40, part four. I pray I don't have to do part five. But the way things are going, I can see myself doing a part five. <laughs> so then the next line, it goes. And I like it usually says what time, but I guess it was all in the same time. I don't remember because, like I said, I was in and out of consciousness. I had three procedures done. I had an IUD inserted. I am crampy, tender. I did not feel like getting up to go eat. I have not taken an ibuprofen, so I am tired. I'm in and out of consciousness. And I'm also texting Savannah and my mother by this time at the same time. And I'm also watching CNN. So, yeah. So, I'm in and out of consciousness. Um... So then it goes, that GD, W-Y-D. I put watching TV, CNN. He goes, okay, I like what I see. And that was that. And the other ones that I have, oh God, I did not mean, oh God, I didn't mean to click on the story. Oh God, then you're going to see, oh, Monica watched the story. Oh God. Oh, then you're going to think I'm, then you're going to think I'm, um, interested oh god (laughs) oh god i'm not interested at all i'm not interested at all at all at all at all oh god i'm not interested in you um i'm trying to find another one that's my sister she um always sends me these chain letter conspiracy theory q and on stuff i'm like girl you don't stop sending me this stuff I don't answer. I mean, I let her. You can say whatever you want, babe. I don't even know if she listens to the show. I don't even know who listens. I don't know if they listen or not. But my analytics say one thing. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know who listens. I don't know. But girl, stop. Um, and then I got another. It, it, I think I deleted the majority of. Yeah. I think I'm, I, yeah, one of them, hello, beautiful, how are you doing? Good morning, how are you? I'm okay. Nice to meet you. I left it at that. I'm still healing. I'm not even going to say I'm still healing. Like somebody commented on my picture, said gorgeous, or they work at True Religion. Why did not I finish talking to this person? <laughs> Why did I finish talking to you? I didn't know you worked at True Religion. Ah, let me see. He's kind of cute, though. He's kind of cute. He liked my picture. I don't know what picture it was, but he liked my picture. So now let me see. Did he look? No, that fool. Okay. But yeah, I mean, like, you, you, you gotta. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, that's a nice Christmas tree. Oh, that's nice. I don't even think that's... Oh, that's not theirs. I've been bamboozled. I've been hoodwinked. (laughs) So, yes, yes, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. I got 25% off coupon. With for shaving cream or razors or gel products. Whenever I get a husband, that'll be okay. But okay, y'all. Let me see how far. What? Yeah. So with thirty six in, I'm about to get up off of here because it wasn't supposed to be the song of a show. It's only supposed to be like a half an hour, and I'm half an hour on that. But yeah, I just wanted to come in and just say hey, and you know, if there's something on my mind, I want to let you guys know that you know, I'm still getting those inboxes. And it seemed like every day, it's just, it's just like different ones every day. So what I want to do is every week I'm going to do, there's definitely pee in the dating pool after 40 (laughs) seconds. But if I don't have one that day, I'm not going to do one. I'm definitely not going to do one. And I'm not waiting for one. I'm not praying for one. I hope there is never any more. But every time I say that, it's like God surprises me with another one and another one and another one. But that one that worked at True Religion, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to like look at Pam. I'm gonna have to look him up. Like, hey, how you doing? I would like a hat. 
Oh, boy, no, I don't know. It, it's, it's, nah, I don't think that's, I don't think that's cool, Monica. That's not cool. You shouldn't do people like that, then, you know. But anyway, I will be on tomorrow morning. Hope you guys tune in. Hope you share, like, subscribe with your friends. Tell your friends, family, coworkers about me. Um, tell them about this crazy girl who's always talking about pee in the dating pool after 40 because it's hard. It's really hard. And I have a lot of friends that can attest to that. Like it is hard dating after 40. It really is. And you have to really like pray and you really have to look in all the right places or just wait until love falls in your lap. I don't want to be 99 and love falls in my lap. Women in my family live a long time. We do. And I just hope it doesn't pray. And I pray it doesn't happen when I'm 99. I pray it happens when I'm 42, 43. Well, I'm young enough to enjoy it. Well, I'm young enough to have a baby to enjoy everything. But everything I'm going through now, I feel like it's preparing me for the future. It's setting me up for something big, huge, big time. So you guys have a good night. And we'll talk tomorrow morning. All right.